This is Donna Skoglund, and you are listening to The Pleasure Project, episode 120. If you are listening to this when it comes out, it is right at the halfway point of 2023. And if you're feeling a little bit discouraged about where you are, and maybe you don't feel like you're where you want to be at this time of year, maybe you're not on track to achieve your goals, then I think this episode will really help. So the other day, I was coaching one of my Pleasure Project program students, And I asked her, you know, what do you want to get coached on today? And she said, my failures. And I looked at her because I know her. I know what the work that she's been doing. I know all the progress that she's been making. And I asked her point blank, what failures? And she said, well, you know, I'm still not at where I want to be. So a little bit of backstory. This client has been trying to sell her cookbook. She published a cookbook last year and she has sold 800 copies and her goal right now is 1,000 copies. And so she was looking at her 800 as a failure because it wasn't 1,000. And what she was doing is she was devaluing the 800 copies that she has already sold. And she has been given so much feedback from other cookbook authors and publishers that 800 is incredible for a self-published cookbook in the time that she's done that. And she was just completely disregarding all of that and only looking at that she was not where she wants to be. And so I coached her on this and I really, you know, shifted her mindset around the, you know, around how she was looking at where she was and looking at her goal and how she was approaching her goal. And there are really two ways that we approach our goals. One way is to see the road ahead as hard and grueling and painful and discouraging and filled with uncertainty, challenges and obstacles. And all of that creates a lot of fear, a lot of self-doubt, a lot of worry, a lot of stress. And it's like pushing the boulder up the hill. You're just making things so much harder on yourself. And the other way is to look at, you know, the road ahead, no matter where you are, as exciting and exhilarating and as filled with possibility and opportunities for growth. And when you approach it that way, that all those emotions fuel progress and fuel motivation and fuel forward momentum and fuel you embracing the hard things and being willing to get out of your comfort zone. So what determines which path you take and which mindset you have? And it really depends on how you measure yourself. So my client, she was measuring herself against where she wants to be, which is at this point a thousand. And she was not measuring herself from her starting point, which was zero. So when you turn around and look at where, how far you've come, from where you started, that is what flips the switch into feeling really great about where you are, even if it's not where you ideally want to be. And the thing is we all have ideals, and especially if you are someone who is high achieving and ambitious and driven and sets big goals and, and really like continuously challenges yourself to you know, have higher and higher standards and higher, higher levels of success, then you know, you're always going to be setting big goals. You're always going to be looking at the ideal and that ideal, it always moves ahead. So it's kind of like the horizon line. 
So when you look out in front of you and you see the horizon line, you see it off into the distance. And every step you take towards that horizon line, it's still just as far away. You never actually arrive at the horizon line. However, if you stop after you've taken some steps and you turn around and see where you started, then you see that you have made progress. You're further ahead than where you started. And I think we do this a lot. I've caught myself doing this a lot where I've told myself stories of being behind and often that is when I'm measuring myself against other people that are further ahead of me. So there are two ways to measure yourself. You can measure yourself in a way that feels terrible and makes you feel like a failure and feel inadequate and feel just unhappy about where you are, or you can measure yourself in a way that feels great and feels like you're a success and you're winning and you are improving and you have, you're filled with pride and satisfaction and joy and happiness about where you are. And it really just depends on if you are measuring yourself against the ideal, which you will never arrive at because it's the horizon line, or if you're measuring yourself from the starting point. So are you doing this in your life? Are you devaluing where you are and what you've done in the past? And when you're doing that, you're making the past a problem. You're saying the past was a failure. The past was not good enough. And how you look at the past determines how you move into the future. And when you have a problematic past, it doesn't support creating a bigger future because you're gonna be filled with all this self-doubt. And when you're filled with self-doubt and lack of belief in yourself and just really all these disempowering emotions about where you are and where you've, you know, and what you've done in the past, then you're less likely to want to keep going. You're more likely to procrastinate to get distracted and to quit on the journey along the way. And it's like little micro quits. All these micro quits are just these times when you just kind of, you know, you don't follow through on your plan. You don't do what you say you're gonna do. You don't take action. You decide to, you know, basically do something that feels easier in the moment. So whatever you focus on expands and what you look for you will find. So if you look for how you are making progress, how you are moving forward, how you are winning, you will find lots of evidence for that. And if you look for how you're behind or how you're not where you want to be and how you're not there yet and how you're not enough, you will also find all the evidence for that. So whatever you see, you will create more of. And the more you feel like you're winning, the more you look in your life for other areas of your life where you're winning. And then you just build, start to build this identity and this mindset of being successful. And that success and progress begets more success and progress. And so this is really, really, really important. I really hope you get this and you see and you can assess if this is what you're doing. If you are in what's called the gap, and the gap in the gain is a terminology 
that Dan Sullivan of Strategic Coach created, and there's a book that he wrote with Benjamin Hardy all about this. So if you want to go deep into this, go read that book. But really, it's everything that I've just told you in a nutshell. And when you're in the gap, the past is against you. It's like where you are, you're using it against you. And when you're in the gain, everything happens for you, not to you. So it's really about, you know, feeling like you're getting better instead of feeling like you're getting more bitter. You're more bitter about where you are. And so notice if you're doing this, notice if you're comparing yourself to other people that are farther ahead or even just your own high ideal, high expectations, high standards, which, you know, those of us that are super ambitious, we have high standards and that can be a really good thing because this is what has led many of us to achieve great things and set big goals and continuously move forward and make progress. However, it's not a great thing when we use those high ideals against us to make us feel like we're not good enough. So this is big and you want to start to create habits around this to stay out of the gap and in the game. And here are a few ways that you can do this. So build in a habit of celebrating your wins. And you can do this at the end of every day. You can do this at the end of every week, which is what I do. You can do this at the end of every quarter. I do that as well. And at the end of every year. So I don't do the daily one, but I definitely do. Actually, you know what? I I do do that because in my self-coaching, I will often just even write about a win from the day before. So I think I'm doing pretty much all of these. So I highly recommend Pick one or do more than one, but carve time out. Make this an intentional practice where you force your brain to look for the wins. And this will become a habit. You will start to just notice what is going well in your life. And then also ask yourself, how have you grown in the past three years? And I promise you, if you look back three years ago, you will see that you have grown and things have improved and you have made progress. And, you know, I often think about where I am right now is at some point in my past, I wished for this. I wished for what I wanted. It's like I'm living in a beautiful house and this house in many ways, in many ways, it was the house of my dreams four years ago before we moved in. I, I really imagined a house with high ceilings and big windows and very light and spacious. And now I have it, now I'm living in it. I wished for just doing work that I love and being on purpose and I'm doing that. I wished for a really cute dog that I love and I have that. I wished for kids, I wished for a husband. I wished for a best friend and I have created all of that. So how about you? What have you wished for in the past that you now have? And then what are the biggest things that you have learned? And, and you know, when you, this is one important way where you can use the past for you, even if your past or even if what happened was quote unquote a failure. Maybe you did something and it didn't work. It didn't create the result that you wanted, but you can turn that into a win if you really look for the lesson in it. And then you turn a failure into a win when it works for you as a lesson. 
as as now wisdom that you can use moving forward to prevent possibly that failure in the future. So what have you learned in the last year? And then what are 10 things you've accomplished in the past 12 months? And I would even challenge yourself to make that a bigger list, 20 things, 30 things, 40 things, 50 things. How many things can you list? How many wins over the last year? How, how about clarity? How are you clearer on your goals and your vision than you were six months ago? How are you more self-aware? How much have you grown as a person just in the last six months? And then even if you just look at the last month, how what important progress have you made in the last month? So these are just a few ways you can start to reflect on the gain, and that will help you get out of the gap, and that it will help you get out of feeling insufficient, inadequate, not good enough, and move you into a space of feeling successful, feeling accomplished, feeling happy and satisfied about where you are. And, you know, the ideal, the horizon line is important, is valuable because knowing, you know, setting these high goals and having these high standards help us create those emotions of desire that fuel action. And, you know, we need them to give us direction and focus and motivation but it's also good to know that as however farther you go in that direction, you will always raise the standard. You will always keep basically, you know, wanting more. And that doesn't have to be a bad thing as long as you remind yourself of how you are growing and how you're progressing and how much you've done and how you're winning and you're already successful. So it's like holding the paradox of being really happy about where you are now and feeling good enough in where you are now and always working for more, always striving ahead and you know working towards that optimal place. So I would love to hear your thoughts on this and I hope this was helpful. And if you are looking for support on achieving your goals, if you really want accountability and guidance and mentorship and coaching, you can set up a free 45-minute strategy session with me. That link is in the show notes, and I look forward to talking to you. All right, let's make the next six months, the next half of the year, or whenever you're listening to this, let's make it better simply by how you are measuring yourself. So remind, your, remind yourself to celebrate every win along the way and be in the mindset of winning. All right, talk soon.